0: Welcome to episode 8 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I am Mike. And I am Sam. And uh, we are completely excited for today's show on monster movies.
1: I just went from 6 to midnight.
0: You know, I knew you were going to say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We saw that on a commercial and uh, we thought it was hilarious. Yeah, So, thought we'd
0: throw it in there. Well, it was forgetting Sarah Marshall and that dude's giant wiener was in it anyway. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of giant wieners, this is what this is what we're gonna do. Before we really get into the show, we got some uh, kind of disturbing voicemail. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Let's. Well, it's funny that we just went right into talking about wieners. <laughs> so we're just let's just go ahead and cue this up and uh, just get it out of the way. All right, here it is.
1: Hey, Mike and Sam, this is John in Connecticut. Uh just got done listening to episode six. Want to say you guys are a couple of douchebags. Uh I spent like the first forty five minutes talking about balls and wieners and fur burgers. I'm just wondering when you two are gonna finally get over your infatuation of dicks and just do each other already a couple of homo's talking about movies and stuff.
0: Anyway, hope all's well. And uh yeah, quit talking about wieners, you fags. I first of all I gotta say that really pisses me off. What the hell is that? Let me just get let me just get this off my chest. He said that for the first 45 minutes we talk about wieners, we spread it evenly throughout the whole
1: show. Listen, when you're carrying something the size of an elephant trunk between your legs and it's slapping your ankles every time you take a step, it's going to be top of mind. Well, right? you just can't forget about it. No, it's always going to be there. Listen, I have to worry about playing sand volleyball, that it's going to flop out and I'm going to get sand burn on the tip of my wiener. And <laughs> when that kind of stuff is going on, I can't help but think about it and talk
0: about it. You talk about what you deal with in your everyday That's life, exactly right. that's John from Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's uh, Sam's dumbass brother. Dumbass. And so uh, we'll have to go ahead and kick him in the balls.
1: Yeah, balls.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I need
1: to make an announcement that this is, uh, sadly, it's Mike and I's last show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're uh, actually in the process of building a bomb shelter in the backyard because of the state of the economy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we will not be. No, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Just <laughs> joking around.
0: The thing is, is, since we're making money hand over fist doing this podcast, <laughs> this is the one thing saving me. That's right. You know? Right. And I'll it.
2: <laughs>
1: So there's there's a couple of things that, that actually happened this week that I wanted to talk about. I I've kind of branched out. I'm not only watching horror movies, but I decided, all right, listen, we've been getting a lot of love from our podcasts and so from other podcasters, so I need to kind to, to branch out. So I downloaded the Midnight Podcast with uh, with Corey and uh, and I, I've downloaded a couple of other ones too, like James Dried Blood and It Came from the Basement. But I haven't got to those yet. Mm-hmm. But I listened to to uh, Corey's episode and it was really good about the zombies. But he had this one new section that I really liked. It was called One Hot Zombie Minute. Did you hear that? I did. I'll tell you what. I thought it was a good idea, but that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Why? I thought for sure my wife was going to come on and talk about my stamina and our love life.
0: (laughs) One Hot Zombie Minute. No, sorry. That's in a different uh, podcast entitled What to Do When Your Man Sucks in the Sack. (laughs) I, I couldn't come up with a better name No, that's that. good. I
1: like that. But I, I was happy to hear that uh, that he, he went a different direction, and, and I really liked it. I thought it was a really good podcast. He yeah. really incorporates a lot of different stuff into his. Yeah. So I, I thought it was really good. So nice job on it. You know, that. I
0: just listened to episode 103 today, actually, of his show. Oh, uh, yeah. With uh, the computer? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was going to say, dude, that's a great idea. Screw you, Corey,
1: for thinking about it yeah, first. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> and then I had another experience this week. I... um. I donated some blood. Have you ever done that before? Not in a long time, man. I uh, I, I went to this uh, to this donation. This this kid was was doing a service project, and so I went in there and I sat down. I yeah, they have this big huge questionnaire that you have to answer about what's going on in your life and all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I thought I would lighten the mood a little bit. Little did I know it was going to go really bad. So <laughs> oh, they take me in this back room, and I thought I would just you know, like I said, lighten the mood. So there was this one question. And and well, she starts going through her thing, and I said, "Hey, I've got a couple of questions. I put asterisks by these questions. I just I have a couple of questions. So when you're done, you know, let me. I'll just ask you a couple of those." So, well, sir, we can go into that right now. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. I said, so on this first question, it says, "If you have you had anything in the last 48 hours that has aspirin in it?" So I've I've got to ask you, does does marijuana have aspirin in it? <laughs>
0: She didn't like that? She's like,
1: sir, what? have you been smoking marijuana? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm just joking around. So then I was thinking, oh, crap. She did not take that well. I don't even want to go into what? the other one. Yeah, but so, but she kept going. She there. kept going. And she asked me questions. We got to that question. I'm huh? like, all right, I'm just going to do it. So she asked me a question. She's like, so have you ever had sexual relations with anyone who has done drugs? And so I said, I've got a question about that. No, I haven't done that. But what happens if I've actually had sexual contact with the drugs? sir we're gonna have to ask you to leave so i didn't even get a donate
0: no i hear you some weed is so good that you just want to screw it i I
1: wouldn't know i'm just teasing (laughs) (laughs) so anyways i my week was pretty eventful that way i thought i'd share that
0: with the oh thanks that's uh really opening up to us
1: (laughs) anything else no no i i think that's that's about it i had a lot of free time because i started a new job today so i had a week of uh just dinking around
0: well, that's good. Did you get anything fun done?
1: Yeah, I got a whole bunch of the administrivia that goes along with uh, I'm not going to do this on my computer or to my computer and things like that.
0: Did it have anything to do with uh, with uh, what you told that lady you were going to do to the drugs?
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> yep, I actually signed something that specifically said I wasn't going to do that to drugs. I won't <laughs> abuse drugs, sexually or otherwise. <laughs>
0: All right, that is you know what we actually let's since we're kind of in the in the beginning we haven't gotten to the show yet we got one more voicemail this is nice short and sweet so let's let's play it real quick.
3: Hey guys, it's Jeff from It Came From the Basement. Listening to the most recent episode, about half an hour in, I was upset with the Sam Neill comment. However, you made up for it with the King Diamond, and now you're going to talk about the burning.
0: A pumped, boo! How ironic is it that we just got done talking about abusing drugs and then we played that voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's you, good stuff. Do you remember what you said about Sam Neil?
1: Um, I said that he's a wussy boy or something. I don't no, remember.
0: You we were doing the quiz, and you said who I can't remember what it was, but who played Damien in um, the Omen Three? Oh yeah, that was. Yep, that and was there a was question. one that was Sam Neil. Gabriel Byrne or Doc Cock? Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you said that Sam Neill is probably the worst one out of them. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I did say
1: that. I did. Apparently,
0: you offended him. I, I'm really sorry about that. Did you even hear the song by King Diamond that I played? I did, yeah. It was Dominates, good. Yeah, huh? yeah, I thought that was good. You know what? That's, I mean, I hate to really say this to all King Diamond fans out there, but oh my hell. <laughs> you get one or two good songs here and there, and the rest are just freaking unbelievably bad.
1: Well, I thought that was good. That was a good selection for the podcast. Oh, I
0: love it. I love that song. Yeah. And you know what? I will keep listening to King Diamond. I don't care. That's good. I don't care that they suck or I don't dare to play them in front of anybody else because of the shame that it brings to me. <laughs> hey,
1: I figured out which Muppet I sound like. Let's hear it. I sound like Fozzie Bear.
0: You do? Yeah.
1: Somebody was somebody put on the forum that I sound like a Muppet. They introduced me to their, like, uh-huh. had someone listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah? Like, that guy sounds like a Muppet. So I'm like, which one? If I sound like Gonzo, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. So I went back, and I'm like, it's Fozzie Bear. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. I'm sure that's what it is. So if I'm wrong, tell me, but I'm pretty sure it's Fozzie Bear.
0: So we're ready to get into the yes, meat of the Yes, let's do it now. Let's do it. Like I said earlier, we're going to do monster movies. Basically, we just thought, this is the most basic of horror movies. You have a bunch of people dealing with a monster. What else is there?
1: Uh, it's pretty scary, and, <laughs> and
0: there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. Heck yeah! I'll tell you that there's lots and lots of good flat-out monster movies, and we we chose three of them. I don't I don't know if we chose the three greatest ones out there, but we chose three that I definitely hadn't seen in a while, and I and I was really excited to revisit. First one being Rawhead Rex, and then the second <laughs> one is Pumpkinhead, and the third being Jeepers Creepers. So, uh, which one do you want to do first, man? Let's do Rawhead. All right, hit it.
3: Uh, this is Mr, um... Mr, um... Hollenbeck. Mm. Howard Hollenbeck. Inspector Gissing. What can I do for you? Well, I heard about the murders last night. Thank you. And I think Goodbye. maybe I saw something. Oh? But I'm not exactly sure what. We're looking for more than one perpetrator, Mr, uh, Hollenbeck. What I saw wasn't human. I beg your pardon? At least, I don't think it was. It was very tall, I mean, it, it, much too big to be a man. How big? Eight foot, nine foot. I really don't have time Look, to. Uh... I saw this. Just let me speak, okay? I saw it. And what's more, it saw me, this thing was watching me. It fixed me with these mean, burning red eyes. There!
2: Okay, sweetheart. Let's do it.
3: Okay, do it. Come on.
0: Do it.
1: Rawhead Rex. So, this was a movie that uh, started out in Ireland. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, we had a death scene from yeah. Rawhead Rex. So, th- there's this guy, he's got his family, his wife, and two kids, a boy and a girl, and they are touring religious sites because this guy, and he, he's doing research and writing a book because he believes that there's some old pagan stuff going on where these churches were then built on. So, it wasn't just, it hasn't always been Christianity. Mm-hmm. so it catches him doing that and then um <clears throat> there's actually a farmer who's out in a field trying to get this big giant tall stone out of the ground <laughs> and he actually he actually uh releases rawhead rex uh in into and i couldn't figure out throughout the whole movie why they call them rex but that's that's for a different part so there's a stained glass window inside this church um that, that shows rawhead rex being Banished. Yeah, uh, okay. banished underneath this thing. Well, when he, when he's released, all of a sudden the altar gets some crazy thing going on with it. So if someone touches it, then they kind of get the glimpse of what's going on through Rawhead's eyes. Uh-huh. And so the rest of the movie is spent with Rawhead Rex terrorizing a small community in Ireland. Different people, different characters dying, different people responding to, to Rex and different things like that. So that that's that's the synopsis.
0: First of all, this was based on a short story by Clive Barker in one of the volumes of Books of Blood. And I actually started reading that. Hopefully, I was going—I I was hoping to finish before this show, but I wasn't able to. But uh, he also directed the movie. Is that, is that right?
1: I think so. I did see his name on there now that you mention it. You know I mean, he either
0: produced it or directed it. Right. Maybe we should have done a little bit more research on that. Dang it. <laughs> anyway, th- my first thought about this movie is... In the beginning, when you got this tiny little farmer trying to move this giant stone out of, you know, out of the, I guess he was just kind of clearing away for his farm and whatnot. And the first scene, Rawhead comes up and he just starts yelling, there's a storm going on in the background. That scene was awesome because, I mean, he comes out, he's scary. It it looks a little fake. But I thought it was that's that's probably my most memorable part of that movie. Yeah, so I really
1: I really liked how they got right into the monster stuff. Yeah, there wasn't a bunch. Of, I mean, they did enough mythology that you understood there was something going on, and they kind of developed it throughout the rest of the movie. But I liked how they just got right to
0: it. You know, in in I agree with you. Where yeah, it there is a lot of mythology. They could have gone into a lot more. I mean, they could have added a lot more for this story. But basically, the bottom line is is oh shit, there's a monster. Let's, right, uh, you know the rest of it is, you know, just kind of
1: I, I thought it was really good. I and I you cannot go wrong when you cast Angelina Jolie as Rawhead Rex.
0: <laughs> Holy crap. I was wondering I was why it looked like his face looked like a cross eyed pig man with lipstick on. Like I said, <laughs> you can't go wrong with casting Angelina Jolie
1: as Rawhead Rex. No, I thought it was what you know, it was scary. He made he made different noises and he went and attacked people and uh you know there were a couple of just funny parts that we can get to later on, but you know, I like I said, I, I really liked it. Thought they did. I thought the pace was excellent. Yeah,
0: on this one. Of, one of the things that I noticed about this movie, like a long time ago, that uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to watch this movie in preparation for the podcast, but I watched. Wow, that
1: it. is a that is a strong admission, man. I, I
0: know, <laughs> but I have seen it multiple times, right. and I and in fact I've watched it within the last couple of months. Uh, one thing I remember about it is the fact that somehow the priest in the church was affected by Rawhead returning. It was it
1: was the altar. He touched right. the altar. Okay,
0: yeah. right, exactly. Okay. In, in the what was it? The altar. Had some kind of um,
1: well, rawhead in the stained glass picture showed him looking sideways, so he saw both of his eyes. Right. And so when he came back, a red light came through the stained glass and hit the altar right on that spot.
0: And we don't do you, do we know what happened exactly, or just that it kind of infected this altar. It just,
1: it just you see it happen to a lady right at first mm-hmm. for a quick second, then she's gone throughout the movie, and then it happens to Declan, right? The uh, guy that thinks he's just all bad.
0: <laughs> I don't remember who Declan is. He's the he's that he's the <laughs>
1: priest guy the rectory guy oh right okay
0: right the the douchebag yeah
1: complete douche yeah somebody laughs at the end of a song so he makes him sing again i mean this guy has a little man's disease like nothing else.
0: (laughs) but the thing is is he seemed to be okay until that happened right
1: yeah and then he obviously went gigantically crazy and then started he he basically worshipped rawhead and said he wanted to help bring him back called him master and stuff
0: that's a quick uh that's a quick turnaround from being I'd say a you're a servant of God. To you're it.
1: not that strong in your convictions if something like that can turn you.
0: Well, I'm just going to say that maybe there was some kind of magic involved. Pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's probably safe to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: hit me with some stuff on it. Well, um,
1: so you've got uh, Rawhead Rex terrorizing people. He goes through, you know, kind of a he goes through a trailer park and uh, and destroys some people in a trailer park. It, some of that was pretty funny though, because. He goes in there, and there's a scene where, like, the trailer park gets trashed. And this guy comes out. Rawhead's lifting up his buddy against the trailer. And and this guy comes up and goes, Rocky Balboa, like, on the (laughs) back, just punching him. You know, going to fly now, and then Rawhead turns around and destroys him. And there's another part where this guy's shooting a gun, misses completely, and blows up another person's trailer. Yeah. They have, this, they have a, a, an angle from the camera where Rawhead comes running at him. I thought he was going to go WWE. Like just, It's the same angle you'd see on a wrestling where it clothesline him. I mean, I thought for sure that was coming. Um, so, so some good action sequences and stuff like that. You've got your token nudity on there. The mammary count was six. Yep. It's a lady getting ripped out of a trailer, and she just kept her arms up the whole time so you can make sure
0: you can see all the nipples and everything <laughs> going on. You say that as if there are more than the normal allotted nipple count. No, not, no. Okay. I mean,
1: it's normal, it, but, but, you know, you'd you think you'd try and cover up instead of just putting your hands up in the air and show them off. You know I don't what? know. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, buddy. It's <laughs> probably true. I should I should just enjoy that instead of whining about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Anyway, so um, I, I guess we're going to spoil it, obviously, because we oh, yeah. do that every time. Um, so this guy that's been researching ends up, um, he loses his son. Rawhead takes him. He sees Rawhead destroy him. And, uh, <clears throat> so he gets ticked off and he, he figures out that there's this, uh, talisman of some sort that he's got to find that would, that would send Rawhead Rex back to the dimension that he came from. So he goes and finds it. It looks like this giant stone peanut <laughs> and he pulls it out and you're like, oh, I wonder how he's going to use that. And he didn't know how he was going to use it. So he traps him in the graveyard with that, uh, that priest is trying to help him help Rawhead out. And this guy gets the crap kicked out of him by right. Rawhead Rex. I don't know why Rawhead didn't just chew on his neck like he did everybody else, but beats the crap out of him. And then um, this guy's wife, uh, I think his name His name is Harold. Anyways, his wife comes in and, uh, and picks up the peanut while he's on the ground getting ready to die, wondering why it didn't work. Well, she picks it up, and it ends up working on Rawhead Rex, and so he gets sent back down into – he falls down in a grave. But the funny thing is, is right at the end, um, he comes back to life, and, and, and then the story ends.
0: Oh, and then the movie ends. The movie ends. Yeah, the movie ends. Wow. So I, th- but you know what? I thought it was good. You know, I, I, I know I like this movie. I, I'm having a hard time coming up with it, and I know I'm a big douchebag for. No, no. I just I, didn't have. To, I just didn't have the time to finish it up. No, it's good. I mean, but,
1: I, I did. So, so, and we need. You know, we can break stuff
0: up like that. But, here, but here's what I remember. I guess what it is is I remember liking this movie, but I remember thinking, oh, that's stupid. Oh, this is stupid, you know, this and that. But, I mean, as a as a hardcore horror fan, you're just going to be easy on some of those things. So, I, I don't think this deserves a bone saw, but I do, but I would say go out and see it.
1: Yeah, I would too. In fact, Mike and I have been talking about maybe coming up with a different rating system besides just bone saw or not.
0: Well, because here's the deal. there's a, I like a ton of movies. I love them. But I, I hold the bone saw in – Sam thought I was going to say something different there. <laughs> no, I hold – a movie that, that deserves a bone saw I hold it in the highest regard. you know. And, God, I keep saying that we're going to you know, put a table up on the website with what movies we've given bone saws and, and whatnot. But here's the deal. I'm thinking that we need to set out some kind of a rating system where we give the bone saw as the highest honor, a recommend, you know, then – then maybe what? I would call. Than,
1: it, I was thinking uh, if we were going to give it a recommend, we had to call it a red box.
0: Okay, like a I, like a bone. Well, like like, like a red box. Yeah, because okay. yeah,
1: because it's it's one of things. I don't know if you guys all have red box where you're at, but it's this. You can go rent a movie in this machine at like a fast food restaurant, and it could cost you a buck every day. You've got it, and you can take it back to anyone
0: you want. There are movies I wouldn't give a bone saw that I would buy. Yeah. So maybe we do bone saw buy red box, and then screw it. Okay. So there's four. Yeah, so okay. screw it is horrible. Red Sc-
1: red is yeah, you gotta see it. Mm-hmm. A buy is buy it and a bone saw is kicks ass.
0: And you know what? We are not partial to red box. If you have a Netflix account or some other movie renting service, yeah. you that's that's what we mean.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You got some six degrees. I do, I've got a six
1: degrees for rawhead rex. We've got David Dukes, who was Harold, mm-hmm. was in Ally McBeal with Callista Flockhart. Who was in uh, *Midsummer Night's Dream* with Michelle Pfeiffer? Who was in *What Lies Beneath* with Harrison Ford? And yes, I know I could skip a step because Callista Flockhart is doing Harrison Ford in real life, (laughs) but I decided to do with their with their movies instead of just their personal life. Okay, so what
0: what were you gonna say? Uh, Callista Flockhart Flockhart is Harrison Ford was
1: in Callista Flockhart. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Not,
0: all right, we're way too highbrow for that kind of chit chat.
1: <laughs> so Harrison Ford was in *Clear and Present Danger* with Ted Raimi, who was in *My Name Is Bruce* with uh, Bruce Campbell.
0: Have you seen *My Name Is Bruce*? Nope, it's not out yet. I don't think. Well, it's he's Ted Raimi's in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. That, the thing is, is if we didn't use *My Name Is Bruce*, Ted Raimi was in like yeah, he's in a bunch of *Evil Dead* 2. Yeah. He's in yeah. he was in all sorts of right. stupid stuff.
1: And so I have a couple things that I learned from this movie. The first thing I learned was that monsters really hate to cook.
0: Whoa. Did you see that part at the first?
1: There's just an overextended scene of him trashing the kitchen on the way up to kill the pregnant lady, <laughs> like knocking <laughs> that mayonnaise was a death off. Scene. I know it was a death <laughs> scene, but I'm like, I kept thinking he was going to go up the stairs, and then they'd show him hacking off spaghetti and mayonnaise <laughs> off the shelf while she's upstairs screaming, waiting for him. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I figured out the monsters uh, hate to cook. Yeah. The other thing I learned is that priests have issues with the size of their penises too. Why? That Declan guy had serious issues, man. <laughs> just. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah little man's disease, yeah, little man's disease. Right. and then uh kids drawings are terrifying they use one of those for a police lineup and uh reason number 497 why not to live in a trailer park
0: <laughs> exactly there you go that was one of the trailer park in that i remember being just like the trailer park in snatch yes you know, just, just like yes. A, like a With bunch gypsies? of gypsies yeah vagrant Irish gypsies that you can't really understand or whatever yep yep if i remember correctly it, and, and maybe this is normal elsewhere, but when I was a kid and I was trying to make out with some chick, I didn't want his freaking little brother playing the TV two feet away from me. Yeah, that's weird. Was that just me? No, that's oh. not just you.
1: All that's right. some weird phenomenon going on over on the, uh, the, the Green Island.
0: Well, I will tell you that maybe since they live in a trailer anyway, that personal bounds, just, it's just become a non-issue. Exactly. Because you kind of have to deal with it.
1: Yep. I that, mean, you have to deal with that in tornadoes.
0: <laughs> well tornadoes deal with you bitch oh, no, i'm just teasing oh good stuff well all right so uh you know what let's go ahead and treat the listeners to a song let's play a song by my favorite band in the whole wide world opeth this song is called harvest i love it did i sound like a professional uh dj there no up oh, yours here it is <laughs> All right, so moving on in the show, let's talk about Pumpkinhead.
3: What killed him? Said it, folks. Run him over. <laughs> Left him. I'm sorry about your boy. You got to. Tell. She's the only one that can help him. Like I said, I'm sorry. You got to tell me, God. Damn it. She can't help him. All she can do is take you straight to hell. Now you go on home. You go home and you bury your boy. Nothing I can do for him. Well, when I was young, I said there's nothing I can do. I saw it. What? What you want, Ed Hardy? Say. 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 When I was young. Used to talk about you, says how you do things. When a man had been wrong. he could come to you and he called upon this thing. In that man's name, and that man, he'd be avenged. What'd you ask? Got a powerful prize. They killed my boy, they won him over, and they left. Ever hear a razorback holler? Here's an old graveyard Way back deep in them woods Mountain folk used to bury kin in there Kin they're ashamed of Bring a shovel The thing you're looking for It's in there Bring it back here Some things I gotta do to it will
0: be any use to you. graveyard, I don't know. You'll know. it, honey. You'll know. Uh, first of all, it came out in 1988. The budget was $3.5 million. Uh It actually made $4.65 million back only in the USA.
1: That is one expensive harmonica. <laughs> 3.5. <laughs> I was just noticed there was a whole bunch of harmonica in there. <laughs> the uh, the
0: soundtrack or what? Yeah,
1: the soundtrack. <laughs>
2: So.
0: listen, it was set out in the you know, in the boonies and a lot of people out there have nothing better to do they, than play. They
1: wanted to make sure they got it across that those were hillbillies from the farthest of the hill and the billies.
0: <laughs> exactly. Where else would that story work?
1: That's true, a very good point. <laughs> Alright, sorry to interrupt.
0: Uh the IMDB gave it a score of five point eight. It was directed by Stan Winston. Uh Stan Winston is actually better known for his uh special effects and creature effects. Uh, he actually did Terminator 2 and 3, The Thing from 1982 and Friday the 13th part 3. He did special effects in Iron Man, Constantine, Predator 1 and 2, Aliens, uh Monster Squad. But uh I mean that's a pretty impressive resume there. Yeah, I remember, you know, you said Predator on there. I remember watching Predator and the and when the ge- when the
1: monster took off his mask.
0: Yeah. That was scared the shit out of me, man. That was some good effects. No, absolutely. And uh actually as a as side note, he just recently died. Oh, really? Probably within the last two or three months. I wonder if they're going to hook him up with some of those
2: effects.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Prosthetics for for his open casket? Yeah. How dare you speak ill of the dead? That's probably I need to just let sleeping corpses lie. Damn it! (laughs) I just wanted to let everyone know that that was completely... We did not plan that. No,
1: we went off on a tangent.
0: (laughs) This is a big Lance Henriksen movie. He's in this, uh, you know, why don't, why don't we go ahead and get into a synopsis?
1: Okay, yep, I've got that. Um, there's a group of city kids that go into the country to relax and ride motorcycles, and while there, one of them is involved in a biking accident that takes the life of the son of the local storekeeper, who play, who's played by Lance Henriksen. In a fit of rage, the storekeeper has a witch unleash an unstoppable demon called Pumpkinhead to kill the group. When he realizes he's gone too far, the storekeeper attempts to save the kids, but is continually afflicted by visions of people's deaths through the eyes of the monster.
0: Okay, so basically this is a revenge film. The story starts out with Ed Harley, who is played by Lance Hedrickson as an old guy. But in the the first scene, he's he's a kid, and his parents aren't letting in some guy who's pleading to get into their house. And his dad just won't let him in. And it turns out that... uh, you know it's Pumpkinhead, and there's a, there's a whole mythology in that kind, in in those parts about about Pumpkinhead.
1: Yeah, and they kind of lay that out for you. You can tell right at the beginning because this guy that's banging on the door mm-hmm. when when Ed Harley's a young kid. Uh, he's saying, hey, I don't care what they say. I didn't touch that girl. So so right. you, you get the idea that, that this is a revenge uh-huh. type of thing, and that's what's going on. But yeah, you're right, because for the next few scenes, once they go back to the present is what they say. Right. You got those kids that are talking about pumpkin head and making fun of this other kid and right, saying we're, Pumpkinhead's going to get him.
0: Yeah, we're talking those redneck kids, right, that are all dirty and... They Hilly start billies. picking, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so the after that first part, where it, uh, once it comes back from the flashback to the present day, which was actually 1988, actually it could be the present day. I don't know how the country is in some parts of the United States. Now it it might just be, said present day. Yeah, so, all. Anyway, so but it, basically the first 10 minutes of that part basically showed how Lance Hendrickson was involved in, with his kid and how much he loved his kid. Father and, of the year, man. Heck yeah, man! No, he he was a nice guy. You know, it showed how much, how much you how much love he had for his kid, and you know, kind of a background to how he was trying to raise him the right way and whatnot. So finally, uh, Ed Harley runs this call it kind of a grocery store. He calls it the grocery store, but you know, it's basically just like a country store. They have some vegetables and maybe some. It, it, I would say it's more of a convenience store yeah. with like fruit out front. Right. Anyhow, this this group of kids who. You know, are all pretty nice, except for one of them. Uh, you know, they show up. They need to buy some supplies and whatnot. You know, there, there's one dude who's a real douchebag. In fact, let's let's get into who some of these guys were. Jeff East plays Chris. John Di, DiAquino plays Chris. Kimberly Ross plays Kim. Joel Hoff, Hoffman plays Steve. Cynthia Bain plays Tracy. Carrie R- Remsen? God, these are some people I have never heard of. And then Florence Shuffler plays... Haggis, who we'll talk about Haggis in a minute. I thought that was Meryl Streep again. <laughs> yeah, Shit. yeah. Who plays the old witch? <laughs> but anyway, there one of one of the kids who is named Steve, who's played by Joel Hoffman, is a real dickhead. Basically, he's he gets pissed off for one reason or another. He's been drinking as he's driving, you know, in these country roads. He decides to pull out his his dirt bike and goes riding around in the back. <laughs> Sam gave me the look like I thought you were going to say something else besides dirt bike (laughs) anyway so he pulls out his dirt bike and you know he starts going around and just just out of a complete accident he hits the kid and the kid ends up dying you know and most of the kids there were really concerned about it you know we're really trying we're i think we're really good or played characters who are good people you know but this guy who actually hit it was a douchebag he was already on probation for drunk driving they were going to take you know it's going to basically ruin his life You know, and it was an act. I'm not sticking up for him or anything like that. I hope that's not what I sounded like. But you know, so he takes off. You know, he kind of bullies everyone else. You know, into it. And anyway, so of course Lance Hendrickson finds out and gets pissed off. He takes his kid to this witch named Haggis. Why? Why she's named after a Scottish delight? Do you know what that's made out of? Isn't it made out of like lamb's intestines or something? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't eat that. Sounds yummy.
1: I eat that every day, dude.
0: I would not eat that, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's disgusting. <laughs> Anyhow, so he goes, and, you know, the witch knows what's going on. She warns him against it. But he's so sad and devastated because his kid just died that he, he wants revenge at any cost. So, basically, he goes up and digs up uh, Pumpkinhead and on with the killing. What what did you, you think about this movie?
1: I thought it was good. Um, you could definitely see that the message was the revenge will kill you.
0: As far as revenge goes... It, it ended up being Lance Hendrickson's undoing. Yeah. He pumpkin he Pumpkinhead on these kids. Uh, one by one, he picks them off. You know, Pumpkinhead picks these kids off. Uh, the problem is, is with every kill, Ed Harley can see through their eyes, can feel the kid's pain. You know, right. and also with every... Uh, and, and You probably noticed this, and I'd never noticed this before. With every kill, Lance Hendrickson started looking more like Pumpkinhead. But the thing I didn't notice is that Pumpkinhead started looking more like Lance Hendrickson.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. you right. notice that? Yeah.
0: All right, we had to edit because Sam had to correct me. It is Lance Hendrickson, not Lance Hendrickson. I'm not trying to be a douchebag.
1: I just don't want anybody emailing us and telling us that. that We do know what it is. We're just saying it
0: wrong for a minute. Well, right now there's some dude named Lance Hendrickson listening. <laughs> well, whatever that was to me. I should get all the credit. <laughs> that guy deserves a kick in the balls. Yeah.
1: No, but you can, you're right, because you can see that there's changes going on. In fact, I wrote down the tagline that revenge will
0: consume you. And that's exactly what him. happens. Yep, exactly. All right, as the killings go on, it just gets more desperate for Lance. And he just kind of gets more consumed with it, and he's getting to the point where he can see that he's done the wrong thing. So he actually starts fighting against, you know, trying to kill Pumpkinhead. And uh, the way that he actually ends up killing him is they, they create some kind of, what would you say, like a psychic bond where they feel each other's pain yeah, yeah. And, and, and whatnot. Well, the way they end up killing Pumpkinhead is Lance Hendrickson ends up shooting himself in the head. By the way, how can you screw up a shot like that? He shoots himself in the head. He it does, it doesn't get the money shot. Yeah. He walks around for a while, and one of the <laughs> girls has to end up shooting him. But uh, there's a little twist at the ending. Do you want to give it away? No, go ahead. So, basically, Haggis, the witch who is burying Pumpkinhead because, you know, he's dead. He's put back to rest. But as we notice the very last part, Pumpkinhead is wearing a necklace that Ed Hartley's son gave to him. Oh, my. So, actually, Lance Hendrickson was the one that ended up becoming Pumpkinhead. Yep. So, the
1: one who calls out the spell Mm -hmm. and calls for Pumpkinhead to rise. Which is harsh. Yeah, but and, and she warns him. Warns him when he comes at first. She's like, "There's you'll pay the ultimate
0: price." You know, there's a lot of assholes out there that I would love to call pumpkin head on right now. Me too. First shopping card, dickheads. Oh yeah, yeah. Careful, boil you in your own Dude, urine. Right. I don't know which is worse that or getting pumpkin head sucking on you. I don't know. Sucked on you. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I I thought that was kind of harsh. I was a little upset that because here here's how I wanted it to end. And screw me for trying to change the director's perspective, but I was hoping that this douchebag, who by the way gets the kick of the balls award of this of this show, what's his name again? Steve. Steve. He's a guy that that killed the kid and then took off because he's on probation. I was hoping that he would die in a very painful way, and everyone else lived happily ever after.
1: Yeah, I could, have, yeah, that, I could have definitely done with that. It was too bad, like you said, those kids. I mean, most of them were good. They were fight. They were saying what needed to be done. The one guy stayed with the son until the dad showed up.
0: You know what? And I believe that that kid, he, that kid was a good actor, if you ask me. Yeah. Because I, I believe that he was kind of being a, you know, really emotional about it. You could tell that his emotions were just ready to come out.
1: Well, I took a note down that the the reaction to the accident was very realistic. Yeah, I thought. I so thought. Too. I thought. That, I mean, I was watching and believing it, and I I I really liked the acting during yeah. that part.
0: That's not to say the acting was great throughout the whole thing, no. but it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. But that part especially, that in the guy who who did such a great job there actually played Steve's little brother. Yep. And I I just think that he did a great job in this. I believe him. Unfortunately, he's the first one to get picked off.
1: I know. And it, it was too bad. But once he did get picked off, I'm
0: like, ah, I consider it. Everybody else can die painful deaths. Yeah, who, give, who gives a crap now? That's because right. he's the only one I really liked. I saw that I didn't like the other ones. But.
1: Well, I th- and I thought this had a lot of the good elements of horror. You've got monsters, graveyards, punk ass kids, and hills.
0: <laughs> you know what? How many shows have that? Yeah, all. <laughs> exactly, and That's, the thing you know. is, you can make you can with those elements, you can make up so many different movies. Hatchet, Hatchet, <laughs> uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, yeah. yeah, who knows? You know, there's yeah. tons. Yeah, all sorts of but, stuff. But like the that. thing is, is I you know, and the thing is, I actually watched this movie this time. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I watched it on VHS because I didn't have the DVD. I thought I did, but apparently, I only had a VHS. And actually, watching a movie on VHS really reminds me about. Watching a movie back in the day when that was the only thing we had. It was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a good nostalgic experience huh. for me. Of course, I'm not going to make it a habit.
1: Yeah. It's just annoying. It's like listening to music on a cassette.
0: Well, the thing is, you have all the intros. You, you know, when's the last oh, time yeah. you saw like previews for other shows? It didn't fast forward through yeah, or right. click through them, you know? Yeah, and whatnot. Right. I don't know.
1: I I really like this movie. I like this a lot. There, you know, there were some things that that I, I noticed that were really good. Um, like Pumpkinhead, they were saying, "Oh, you'll be safe in the church," and he came right into the church and destroyed him anyways. Right. I, I thought that was good. I mean, there's no there's no
0: magical thing that happens
1: with a church or a cross or something like that that's going to keep things like that out so why I would that have that.
0: bothered you because just I mean, everything a magical goes that thing way. anyway
1: everything goes that way and i'm it's just too predictable it's like oh we have got a safe haven in a church
0: so you're saying it's kind of a cliche
1: it's a cliche it's that I, I was glad that they did not go down that road that's that's exactly right okay so yeah i thought uh, i thought it was really good what would you give it a bone saw I would give it a bone saw. I,
0: I give it a bone saw. Yeah, I definitely give. Here's a the bones-off. deal: it was a night. It came out in 1988. It was definitely an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my favorite. I, I would say this is my favorite Lance Henriksen movies. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and, I like, oh, that's I, saying something because he's I been like in 50,000. Yeah, that's true. Aliens. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about See, that. He, yeah, he's yeah,
1: he's still a he's just kind of a creepy dude. Oh, yeah. He's creepy. In fact, that's some of what I learned from this movie. He's uh-huh. creepy. The first thing I learned was that a shirtless Lance Henriksen with arms around a little boy makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> Freaked me out, dude. I, I, scariest part of the whole damn show. The He's second, in great shape, by the way. Yeah, looking in, great. Yeah. They, they Photoshopped uh, some dude's head or his head on some dude's washboard abs. <laughs> the second thing I learned was that that kid from A Christmas Story and Jerry Maguire is in a lot of freaking shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could not have been him obviously what? but no are shit you, are you kidding dude that's yeah, it looks exactly kid. like oh. it.
1: i i i I, oh, I must be wrong i take that back i guess i didn't learn that no <laughs> and the monsters can be mechanics uh pumpkin head actually took off a chain from a motorcycle and yeah. then put
0: the back tire back on and not only did he, he did he take the chain off but he like Taunted, taunted the guy who was trying to get away with. It. He's yep. like, "Oh, I got your chain, bitch. That's Where are right. you going?" That's right. And he was so fast that he put the he put the back wheel right back
1: on. So, <laughs> those are the things I. Learned. I think he just tore it off, man. Okay. So, um, I've got a six degrees too. Let's hear it. Lance Henriksen was in The Quick and the Dead with Gene Hackman, who was in Runaway Jury with Rachel Weiss who was in The Constant Gardener with Ray Fines, who was in Schindler's List with Liam Neeson, who's in Dark Man with Bruce Campbell.
0: You know what? I've got completely different ones.
1: I wouldn't expect less.
0: Wait, well, I was just gonna say that's amazing since it's typically we at least have a little bit of uh overlap. But here's mine. Uh you remember the Hillbilly's grandpa? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh he is play he's played by George Buck Flower. He was in Wishmaster with Andrew Devoff, who was in The Rage with Reggie Bannister, and Reggie Bannister was in Bubba Hotep with Bruce Campbell. You know, actually I could have gone Andrew Devoff was in an episode of Burn Notice with Bruce Campbell. So I could have gone there, but I decided to stick to horror movies. I love it, dude. Have you seen Bubba Hotep? tep nope, That's, that's one nope, you'll have to definitely nope. see. Oh, you know, on that note, though, I watched a couple of movies this week.
1: Oh, let's hear them. I watched uh, Dead and Buried. Oh, how was that? It was good. Did you like I, it? Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, it was, I didn't see The coming, which is not typical for a horror you movie. You know, I've
0: seen it, but I can't remember I can't remember exactly what it was. We've got this
1: town that they're dying, and you've got this, this master who's like a mortician guy. Oh, right. so he's he, making dolls he out of He fixes Yeah, well, he doesn't really make dolls. Does he? Well, but he fixes them. Yeah, I guess they're, they're make, made up and stuff like that. Well, this sheriff guy is investigating murders, and then he finds out that his wife was is this dead person.
0: I do remember that. That's but a then, good but flick. But
1: then at the very end, he finds out that he was actually dead. This movie that he's got this film for, it shows his wife in bed screwing this guy, and then he, she kills the guy. So then he go on, and you learn some more about the movie. And then, but it was him. Right at the very end, he, he watches the rest of the movie, and he flips over. And it's him, yeah. and, then, and then the, the, the master guy's like, let me come fix you up, and his fingers are all dead and bloated.
0: By the way, do you know what I learned from that movie? What? That all you need to do to see a girl's tits is to have a camera and tell her that you're just taking pictures for a magazine. <laughs> <That> <laughs> we've, was, we've learned that from a couple of them. Yeah, from Hatchet. <laughs> from a couple of movies. But that's like, that was the main part I remember. It's like <laughs> oh, the yep. first part. I yeah. said, no, why don't you give us a little shoulder? Yeah, bit, exactly. Like, yeah, that
1: was pretty predictable. <laughs> and then
0: the other one I watched was uh, Funhouse. Oh, yeah. Which that was, was the which death was scene good. last
1: week. Yep. Somebody got that pretty quick off. Oh, that was quick. So, yeah. And that was a great show, too. So, those were both. I decided to watch both of those because they were on the uh, Video Nasties list. Right. So, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that I watched this week? I know I watched more, but I can't think of what they are.
0: So, you know what we're going to do now, Sam? Let's play a song, Let's man. play a song. Now, this, you got to realize, everyone, that these songs... Are just so close to our hearts. That's right. You know we don't play them because we think we'll get popular with them. Because if you don't like them, I'm sorry. No, we just, not not screw you. That's right. But just bear with us because yeah. we really enjoy this and we want to share. Because we go from
1: six to high noon. <laughs> well, when we—that's the
0: second time you've used that. This, I this said seven. midnight the first time. High noon. Yeah, oh, I thought it's that would be funny. Oh, way to dude. go. Wait, come way on, to, way I mixed go. it up. <laughs> Well, actually, if, if you started at 6 p.m. and went to high nude, your dick fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, sorry. All right, so we're going to go ahead and play Satyricon Team. Okay, so, finally, we have Jeepers Creepers.
3: I saw you with all those cats, too. The diner.
0: That was you. You
2: called us.
3: Will you excuse me for a second? Jerry, I'm... I need you to listen and not talk, okay? Truth be, I'd be lying if I said I knew that telling you this would do any good. Any good? What does that mean? Every 23rd Spring. For 23 days, it gets to eat. Eat? You know what it eats, and don't you make me tell you! Turns out you're
2: a twin ant. What, what the hell's this problem? Just get out!
0: Before we get started, I just want to—I just want to let everyone know that I have gotten a lot of crap for loving this movie. Really? Yeah, just from mostly non-horror, you know, not people who don't really watch a lot of horror movies. Saw oh. this one because it had a full theatrical release. It did, a, you know, there was a lot of marketing for it. It mm-hmm. came out in 2001, so it's not really that old. And uh, you know, you know,
1: and I always look at movies that came out right around 2001. There were a lot of. World issues going on at that time, right? I think people were more in a serious mood, but unfortunately, these movies still had to be released because they were filmed before. Yeah, unfortunately. All those things. No, I mean, fortunately, <laughs> they were released, but I mean, I'm just saying, like sometimes they were shelving these movies to come out later. I you mean, know, they went back and changed Spider-Man because they had the Twin Towers in Spider-Man. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was, there was, so, so there was a lot of things going on, and so I think that a lot of times when we watch movies from 2001, I, I, give, them, I, I give them more of a break because I'm like, you know, I think they were held to maybe a harsher standard.
0: Well, and here's the deal. A couple of times with with Jeepers Creepers specifically, um, you know, so a couple of people would go out and see it in the theater, come back and say, oh, that was stupid, mm-hmm. you know, but then I'd say, I freaking love that movie, and people, yeah. go, ah, maybe I'll give it another shot, and then they really liked it the second time. Yeah. You know, well,
1: I think it was really well done. I I can't remember what came out about the same time. It seems like we kind of went on a little bit of a horror run. There were some other movies, I but don't, I don't I don't remember. remember. I
0: don't remember. Well, let's go into this one a little bit. It was written and directed by Victor Salva. Uh, IMDb score was five point six. The budget, get this, the budget was two point one million. The gross was fifty nine point two million. It was a two million dollar budget. Yeah, at least that's what it says on Wikipedia. Wow, which. I think is fantastic.
1: Absolutely. Well, if you think about it, I guess they spent most time just in the country, and there there wasn't that much going on. Well,
0: and and one thing I loved about this movie is they. It seems like Victor Salva spent a lot of time setting up awesome, scary, creepy shots, mm-hmm. where you know they have the creeper, you know at the profile of a creeper that you can see on standing on top of a car, but you see it through a car that's a quarter mile ahead of it. And you're just like watching, you know, looking through it and back to, let's get into the movie. We'll ta- uh, let's do we'll, it. We'll let's talk see, about right. that a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, do you want to give us a synopsis? Yeah, I've got it. Let's hear it.
1: So on their way back home during the spring break, Derry and Patricia witness a mysterious person dumping something down a tunnel. Deciding to discover what was dumped down there, Derry discovers a huge disturbing hideout full of modified bodies. Darian and Patricia set off to get help, unaware that the individual was now aware of who who has been down the tunnel. So Darian and Patricia soon realized that their pursuer is not just a mysterious person, but something even more horrifying who has more in store than they could possibly imagine.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that was disturbing the way you said it. But I like it. I, I wish all of you listeners could have seen the look that Sam just gave me. He was looking deep into my eyes. That's right. And he was... Growling a little, that was freaking creepy. I was imagining your fur burger. Holy shit! <laughs> we got we got to rise above that, man. All right, all right. <laughs> we will not say fur burger for the rest of the episode. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Right, exactly. Let me go off on this movie okay. for a little bit yep. because this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've got a poster of it on my wall. Of course, it's only the sixteen by nine size poster, but still. Basically, this movie starts out with Trish and what's dairy Dairy. driving on a country road driving back like Sam was saying driving back from college and the way they were interacting completely made me believe that they were brother and sister they're going back playing back and forth playing road games and whatnot, just talking about stupid shit you know now what happens is after a while you know you, you get one of those camera angles like I was talking about where you're looking at them like the camera's on the hood of the car then clear out in the distance you see this car Starting to come up, starting to gain on him. And it, it, it looks like a freaking huge, it's just a huge rusted old, you know, piece of crap truck. But as it gets closer and closer, you know, you don't really notice it until it gets really close. And then all of a sudden, it lays on that horn. That is probably the creepiest horn, truck, whatever, that, that is in any movie. Comes up, it scares the crap out of him. So anyway, what happens is they get kind of in a road rage battle. It's actually more of a one-way where, yeah. where, you know, the big truck is riding them, trying to get around them, and the two kids in the car are panicking, you know, just saying, you know, let them go around you, blah, 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 you know. I mean, I wouldn't say that's normal, but it ends up that, the, you know, the, the truck goes around and just takes off, and is, you know, it's off in the distance, and they think that everything's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out there was a method the madness yeah. there. Basically, what happens is, as if you guys didn't know, the creeper is driving that car.
1: Now, define what? What's the creeper? I mean, it's some sort of demon that comes back every twenty-three days, twenty years, to every twenty-three years. He gets to eat for twenty-three he, days. Yeah, that's what it is. I knew it was twenty-something, but uh, yeah, some demon. At some but other than that, we have no backstory. No. We nope.
0: have nothing, nope. which I think is great because it's like, what the? fuck You just need is to is know that?
1: it's a boogeyman. That's it. Yeah.
0: Well. Come to find out that for those 23 days, he needs to go out there. He, his body's been decaying, and the way that he kind of rebuilds himself is by finding and eating body parts of other people. And how he. Ingenious. <laughs> ingenious. Exactly. The way he finds out what parts he wants to eat from what person is he scares them. He smells their fear. And then he says, oh, you know what? From that smell, I'm going to eat this guy's eyeballs. Somehow. He's got some kind of super smeller. Anyway. So what would he eat on you? Oh man. Oh dude, I opened that wide I, open I, for And it. I thought about taking it. I was gonna say he probably doesn't want to do any of that because he'd have a fur ball hacking <laughs> up on my chest here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway. Eventually as Derry and Trisha are still driving down the road, they see, you know, the creeper dumping a couple of packages down this What, like a pipe that just goes into the ground? That part was freaky to me because as you're driving by, you're just catching some guy thinking that he's all alone throwing bodies down this pipe. Well, and that goes to the
1: the imagery, and and just real quick to get into it, that I really liked about this movie. You talk about the car coming up behind him. Uh What a way to build tension without using music because generally in all movies you you use music to build tension. You're watching this car get bigger and bigger Uh coming up behind him, and it just builds this tension. You're like... You can feel it. I could feel myself just getting more tense as the scene's getting and closer. And
0: then they, and then they make that, then they honk that horn, which is just terrifying. It's terrifying. That horn
1: <laughs> is really scary. And then you know, you think about yourself driving down the road, and in your in conversation, you just you're glancing out, and you know how every once in a while you'll see something weird. You got to do a double take. I mean, right. it doesn't happen very often, uh-huh. but they do this, and they're going down, and there's all. You're right. All of a sudden, in the backwoods behind some trees uh-huh. and stuff, you can see the creeper dumping down what looks like a body, and it was it was creepy.
0: It was well, we didn't even know that he he was a monster at this point. No, at this point right. we just thought he was some again hillbilly Weirdo, guy. Yeah, yeah cuz I mean monster it was in the middle type. of nowhere. So as they drive on, they start feeling guilty and they're like we got to figure out what's going on there. So they see the creeper take off or I can't, yeah, they see him take off and then they go back. And well, what happens is this is the one part that bugged me where
1: I actually for a second I wanted them both to die. Uh-huh. Because they went to opposite sides of the road, plopped down and started taking leaks and uh-huh. talking to each other.
0: Why? Why was that so offensive like to you?
1: A brother and a sister, like taking a leak and then talking to each other about shit in the middle of taking a
0: leak. Not to mention, I wonder if that girl had toilet paper on her because I hate to think that that wasn't taken care of. Well, that bothered me for the rest of the movie.
1: No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> so,
1: but I was like, "Oh, that sucks." But while they're doing that, and they're getting back in the car. They see that truck go flying. Oh, that's by. right. You're right. They had, they had gone off the road to do that, and so the creeper didn't see them. Right. And so, but they saw him take off, and that's when Derry gets the bright idea. You know what? We probably ought to go back.
0: Well, which is a huge mistake. No, that was a really good idea. Well, are you freaking kidding me? No, because we wouldn't have had you a movie. Know what? Would you, not have had a movie if you wouldn't. The done thing it. is, is if, if you're if you were out there and you see this and you have a moral battle going on within you, I think I would have done the same thing. I would have hoped that I would have done the same thing.
1: Yeah, I, I would have done know? the same thing. I'd've Just go back
0: there and check it out. I mean, God, I mean, obviously, what they found is is freaking ridiculous, right. and you probably aren't. I mean, if I were to go back, I wouldn't say oh, shit, I'm going to go find this this cave with bodies used as wallpaper. Well, know? and that's,
1: that's why this was good. If you really put yourself in their situation,
0: you know, you're know, you like, oh, I would
1: never go back and I would right. never do that. Well, that's because you you know, you know understand that anything can happen in a movie. If you're putting yourself in real life, yeah. you're not expecting that there's a Jeepers Creepers guy. And you're right. I would hope that I would and you would in a situation yeah. where you're wondering if there's bodies being dumped down, that you would go back and, yeah. and, and find out what's going on.
0: The whole first part made it real to me because here, a brother and sister acting real, you know, we didn't know it was a monster yet. So, you know, here's, you know, here's this jackass hillbilly in a giant truck that never happens. Yeah. No, you know, so they go down and they see this creepy shit. They go back to check it out. Well, they end up regretting it because they go down there. This part scared the crap out of me too. He ends up falling down the tube. Derry ends up falling down the tube where, you know, he saw the bodies go down. He sees one of the packages that were dropped, which were fairly obviously a body wrapped right. up in a bedcloth or whatever. why can't I it's just a sheet. sheet, yeah. And then roped up. He opens up where the head is. The guy starts moving and it was it was kind of a startling moment. He opens it up. Dude just looks like death already. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a freaking zombie. He uh, Derry opens up, you know, a little bit more of the bed sheet and this guy's got a big incision all the way down his his Torso. It's been sewed it, up. It looks like it's been sewed up. It, ha- it and, was sewed up, yeah. With just, you know, by someone who has no business sewing people right, up. Right. And here's where we are introduced to the House of Pain. We, <laughs> oh, that's remember. right. Yeah,
1: that is what they called it. So
0: basically, what it is is he's got this little abode beneath this church, like a cellar in a church. And this is where they have the bodies all. Uh, you know, all plastered on the wall and the ceiling. Apparently, it is a hobby of the creepers to go ahead and make, you know, weird. You see, he cuts them up, he sews them back together, he preserves the body. You know, they almost look like they've, you know, had lacquer on them, like clear, yep. some kind of paint, preser- preserving paint. yep And freaking, it was, it was. Creepy. Well, it was creepy
1: too because it wasn't just like there were bodies just plastered on the wall. They were in different positions, sewed together, weird. Like they and they had set it up very well because Darian and Trisha were talking about this couple or this yeah this couple that right. had disappeared, like. Several years before class of 72, they even right. said it. So, the way you figure out what's going on is they zoom in on a ring that's the class of 72 or whatever they had said, and so you know it's those two people and they had to have their heads chopped off and, and, and sewed back on.
0: The creeper was very deliberate in the way he set all this up, just like everybody likes to spruce up their house, decorate it. That's just it was yep. just the way he did it. Yep, he put a lot of hard work and effort into <laughs> it. Of course, none of these decorations he picked up from the Home Depot. He escapes from the house of pain. He gets in the car. They take off. This kid's freaked out. They go driving down, and they end up at this diner. I can't remember exactly what happens. Does the creeper catch up to him again, or is that not until after the diner? No, I don't think so. It's not until after the diner. Okay, so he goes to the diner, and then they get this crazy call by some lady who claims to be psychic. And she's saying, oh, you know what? Anytime you hear the song Jeepers Creepers, Get the hell away because something bad is going to happen. Basically, in one of her, I guess, visions, she envisioned Derry being in a lot of pain with that song going on in the background. Anyway, when they're at their diner, they call the cops. The cops show up and, you know, they're, they're talking to these cops. And it's unbelievable the story they're telling. You know, obviously, the cops are, you know, douchebags about it. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have been any different because I'm like, what are you talking You're about? Right.
1: What drugs you've been doing.
0: Exactly. They end up leaving. Well, taking- then it,
1: and then it starts going off from there. People start dying. Right. You kind of get a little bit of a story as to what's going on because mm-hmm. that psychic comes in and
0: mm-hmm. starts
1: telling about what happens. And, and so you've got a couple of different scenes going on. So they go to this old lady's house, and she's got a whole bunch of cats. You know, they're going to borrow the phone, but she ends up getting wasted by the creeper. Right. So <clears throat> the rest of the show is just different deaths and different things going on, trying to get away And there's, I guess, kind of a twist at the end.
0: Well, what happens is they end up in the police station itself, and the creeper has taken, has broken into the police station and just started terrorizing it. And, of course, when, like, for instance, the power went out and the phones went out, so they locked it all down. So, you know, they are basically stuck inside it there. And. um, Oh, we forgot a part. What part?
1: We forgot about when the creeper got hit.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: After after he killed the cop and. uh, I, I was going to say, how French do we forget about him. the, the – French kissed the, the dead yeah. head. Uh, and then they run him over. And that's the first – you don't know that this thing can fly. Right. You don't know yet. And so they hit him. The first couple of times, he jumps over the car, and you're yeah. like, oh, they're not going to get him. Why are they wasting time? Right. Well, then they nail him. Yeah. And then they run him over. I'm I, – I, Cannot believe how many scenes of Monster Man we saw <laughs> in this movie. But they ran him over a few times and then all of a sudden his wings shoot out and like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like yeah,
0: kind of like they're just when you think you yeah. know what
1: the monster was and then it creeps it just adds another dimension. So then um he ends up flying away after they're gone. They end up going to the police station and he ends up the, the monster ends up flying away. And like we talked about earlier, whatever he eats is what he what turns into or what yeah, what regenerates and stuff like that. So um he ends up obviously doing that and then going to, to take what he wants, which is dairy.
0: And and we'll talk about the last scene which was completely disturbing, but it really it made my wife cry. In the movie really? Theater, yeah. She was walking out of there crying. I'm such a douchebag to take her to that movie in the first place, I guess, but we were walking out and she was bombed That dominates. But so let's talk about some of the scenes and some of the camera setups. the the scene that you were talking about where they see the creeper out on the road and they're in their car and they go try to hit him. They set that up in a way where you can see the the you know, the road's kind of shiny and it's dark and you know there's moonlight coming down and you see the creeper, his profile and whatnot. Dude looks scary.
1: Yeah, really scary. And again, you're you're seeing stuff go on behind where the action is. These exactly. two are talking again, mm-hmm. and you're seeing the creeper land on top of police cars uh-huh. and wasting them. Yep. And and again, you're you're the, the tension is going so that you're you know you're you're figuring out what's going on. But I I loved
0: it. Right, let's just talk about the last scene. Derry gets taken out. Oh, at that point, the first time I saw it, I'm thinking, okay, well. We're gonna have one more big rescue scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, all it is is it starts, you know, going down. The the camera's kind of traveling through this basement, look like cellar type of place, and you hear Jeepers Creepers playing in the background. We're talking like the like the nineteen forty yep. version of it, or yep. I don't know what year, but yep. really old. All of a sudden, you come up to this kind of leather looking thing, and all of a sudden you realize that that is a skinned dairy. <laughs> as it as it pans up, and it eyeless. And uh, at the very last shot, all of a sudden, the creeper comes up from behind it and looks at you through Derry's bored-out eye holes. With brown eyes. D- it dominated. Yeah. That was a, my wife so, was so yeah. sad at that point.
1: Yep. It was, it was very good. Very well done. Really good movie. Absolutely a bone saw in my mind. Yeah, book.
0: me too. Wi- without a doubt. Now, let's throw back to the listeners now. I've really gotten a lot of negative comments about this movie. Hmm. Like a ton. Like what? What? what can like, people say about it? Just like, oh, it was it? stupid. Oh, it was. It was long. It was boring. You know, there wasn't a. There was some gore, but there wasn't like a shitload of gore. I mean, there no. was. There. There was. I mean, there a lot. There were a lot of dead bodies. Like especially in the House of Pain. Well, the guy like,
1: getting his head ripped off and then French kissing it. I mean, can you think of much more disturbing? Things I, I, you know, I guess that?
0: that's the thing. But I'm thinking like in terms of of uh, like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Or something of that vein, which I put this movie in. I like this movie as much as some of the classics. Mm. And a lot of people are just like, oh, and the ending was stupid. Huh. You know, And oh, it just all of a sudden ended and it wasn't a happy ending. Maybe screw them for, for not doing that. But I yeah. don't think it could have ended any better.
1: No, I thought and it was great. What do
0: you think? Yeah, because you didn't see it coming. Again, I go
1: back to the movies that stand out to me the most when I'm watching all these movies right uh-huh. now is when I don't see it coming from left field. Now, Monster right. Man went clear out of its way to make sure you didn't see it coming, <laughs> which which was annoying. Yeah, yeah, cheated because was just retarded. This was so good because I, like you, I thought they were going to have to go rescue him, all this kind of stuff, and he was going to be saved. I, well, who knew?
0: And they gave hints to to different parts, like for instance, you were talking about how we didn't know he flew, but there were hints like dropped, like for instance, when Derry was outside of the diner, he was like, "How did he get? How did he get from his?" from the church to hear so fast. He couldn't have driven that fast. Right. Of course, I, you know, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, that's, Exactly. Dude, dude You're must run same, really fast or something. Same I don't question, know. What kind of
1: powers does he have? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Now now that we've seen it, obviously, you know what's going on. And I haven't seen... Is there a three? I know there's Jeepers there's Creepers There's a three two. coming out. Oh, is that what it they're is? They're
0: planning on it. Jeepers Creepers 2 is not nearly as good, in my opinion.
1: I've, I've checked that out from the Cadaver Lab It's okay. Library, but I mean, it, I it's
0: worth it. a watch, I think. It? It's definitely not... A, it's. I would say it's a red box. Oh, okay. Unless uh, you can... <laughs> you buy it really cheaply, yeah, which no, you probably I, can nowadays.
1: Right now, I I have that from the the library, so I'll just make sure I, I watch it. But uh, no, nah, I I definitely thought it was good. And,
0: and one thing about this movie is I've probably seen it. You know, it came out in two thousand one. I've probably seen it twenty times. Oh yeah, through you know in the last seven years, or whatnot. It's it's and it's I, I ultimately like, rewatchable for me. I like Justin Long. The I Mac, like,
1: the, yeah, I like that he's guy. a Mac. Yeah, he's a Mac. And I, you know what? I like that guy.
0: He's such a pretentious asshole on those commercials. It's just, well, just he is. is you know that. what?
1: But I love it. Even though I don't have a Mac and I wouldn't buy one just because uh-huh. I'm used to PCs. Uh-huh. I, guy, I like that guy. He was good in, in uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Galaxy Quest? Yeah, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> he was awesome. I mean, this kid, the first time I saw him was when my wife made me watch Ed. Do you remember that show on TV? Freaking sucked. Ed, was, no. Some Kavanaugh guy. I hated that show, but I used <laughs> to have to watch it just because anyways but he was on it as some as some little nerd punk uh-huh. kid and then i think he ended up going to do this show about the same time and then his career has taken off and now he's in some pretty big name stuff he was just in a cartoon what cartoon was he in
0: i'm not sure i know he it was, was a in a disney
1: movie where he was oh, just really? he was uh, i think he was
0: Oh no! It was Alvin and the
1: Chipmunks. He was Alvin, in, in Alvin and and I oh, Chipmunks.
0: Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, of, course of course, it, it didn't looked. sound anything like him unless no, he was he pinching didn't. his balls while he was talking,
1: <laughs> which I wouldn't doubt. No, but I like that guy. So no, I I, thought did, I do thought too. He did a great job in the show. Uh-huh. I mean, for for big budget mainstream stuff,
0: this was good. You know what? I think for anything, this was good. Yeah. So anyway, I, so let's so what what you learn there, Sam. What
1: did I learn? Well, I learned that James Bond is not the only movie that has pussy galore in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a character in a James Bond movie called Pussy Galore. Oh, I know that. So don't you remember all the cats at that lady's house?
0: <laughs> I was thinking more of the dead bodies on the walls, and I'm thinking he he didn't he didn't bring go that there. Out. No, I'm talking about cats, dude. Oh, right, yeah, right. There's right, Pussy right. Galore. All yeah. right. So
1: that was one thing I learned. The other thing I learned, and this scared the shit out of me, is I need to be really careful about what I eat. Wh- why? I don't want to turn into certain stuff.
0: No, I don't. Bl- I don't blame you. Damn, so, my knee hurts. I'm gonna go eat a, yeah, a freaking. So you
1: got to be careful about what you eat. All right. And then the third thing I I learned was that it's polite to sew someone up nicely after you eat their guts.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So. Into disturbing, disfigured positions.
1: That's right. That you
0: can relish. So wow,
1: that's disturbing. It was good. Let's see. Was there anything else? Oh yeah. The other thing I, I was thinking about this this
0: uh, movie was that the tagline should have been
1: "I French dead
0: people." Dude, that was that was one thing we didn't even mention. One of the cops gets decapitated. The creeper picks his head up. You think he's making out with a dead one, but no. He's just getting his teeth he around just, his tongue. Yeah, he pulls so, out his tongue. It's gross. It was so gross.
1: Uh, anyway, so great show.
0: <laughs> my Six Degrees. I actually did two Six Degrees because my first one's kind of a cheat. Oh, really? I did Justin Long, who was in Jeepers Creepers 2 with Ray Wise, and then Ray Wise was in Burn Notice with Bruce Campbell. That's the cheat. Wait a and a yes, Justin Long's in Jeepers he, Creepers 2? He's in it as a as a phantom warning against the Creeper. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Here's my non-cheat one, except for it's still kind of a cheat because I went through Pumpkinhead. Justin Long, Jeepers Creepers 2 with Ray Wise. Ray Wise was in Powder with Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson was in Pumpkinhead with George Buckflower, and you already heard the rest.
1: (laughs) All right, I've got uh, Justin Long was in Live Free or Die Hard with Uh Bruce Willis, Uh who was in 12 Monkeys with Brad Pitt, Uh who was in Fight Club with Edward Norton. Yeah. Who was in American History X with Stacy Keach?
0: Who was in Man, was with, in the Man with the Screaming
1: Brain with Bruce Campbell?
0: Nice. I hate uh, that American History X talk about a disturbing. That's movie. a downer. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. I got extra
1: credit in college for watching that. Really? And there were like four movies I could watch, and oh, yeah, yeah that anyway, was that was one of them.
0: Anyway, that's that's even too dark and disturbing for this show.
1: Yeah, we're not going to go into that. No way. We're not going to keep a light.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. That's, we're that's talk what about all horror French kissing <laughs> heads, dude.
1: I, yeah, I really like the creature feature, the yeah. creature movies. So if you've got some that are just good, then that'd be
2: great.
0: You know, and there are so many, and that was almost like the original horror movie. I mean, you have Dracula, you have Frankenstein, you know, you have the Mummy. Those are all just creature mm-hmm, features. Mm-hmm. There is not very many subgenres in horror that I like better than just yep. the plain old creature. Well,
1: features. originally we were gonna we were gonna do Alien. Which is right. one of my all time favorite movies, but we're saving that for an upcoming episode that's a little more topical with, with that movie. So we're yeah. gonna do that in a few episodes.
0: And uh-huh. we don't we don't wanna say it now because then we'd be committing to it that's and exactly we don't want right. to let anyone down. Yeah, because we know we already, anyone we already gives I a think shit. we know what we're doing for next week. Yeah, next, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start a complete retrospective of the Hellraiser series. And we're actually gonna do three episodes that that focus on that just Hellraiser one through seven. Yep. And are there seven?
1: I'm not sure, man. You know,
0: I'm going to pause. I'm going to look that up. You know what? There are eight Hellraiser movies. That I forgot about the last one.
1: That's a lot of raising hell, dude.
0: The last two or three Hellraiser installments weren't actually written to be Hellraiser movies. They were. They just kind of shoehorned in uh, uh, Pinhead, and they kind of. But it, it will be interesting. So what we'll do is Hellraiser one through three one week, four through six, and then uh, seven and eight. Sounds good. And also they're they're remaking Hellraiser, and it looks like here from the Wikipedia that it's coming out in two thousand nine, so we have that to look forward Who's to. Who's gonna be Pinhead? I don't know. Let's let's check it out. You know it's not saying who Pinhead is gonna be. Oh really? However, I hear that Doug Bradley is up for that. Who's position. Doug Bradley? The original Pinhead. Oh really? I'm cutting that out because you're gonna get your balls kicked I am for not cutting that out. That sh- no, down. I'm leaving it. In. No, <laughs> Anyway, one last thing that we have for today is we wanted to reply to James, who sent us that great piece of audio feedback and the piece of shit uh, trivia question. Damn it. <laughs> we I tried all week. I looked up uh, John Joe LaDuca. That's
1: who it was. Uh-huh. And, and listened to all his stuff that was on his website. I cannot figure out because I swear it's got to be that guy.
0: All right, so James, I'm going to say that it is Joe LaDuca, but – I can't, I, just like with Sam, I can't find it. It sounds like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Let us know for a or if we should open it up to the audience. Well, we
1: opened it up to the audience last week, didn't we? did we? By playing it. We played it. Oh, right. But,
0: but I wasn't going to accept any entries oh, okay. until, All you right. know, we'd had a little time. All right. But now it's officially open, so if you listeners want to win from them. We want the surprise, because James said a surprise would happen. Well, I know, but... If one of our listeners get it, they will get the surprise. But I don't know. But knowing James, the surprise is going to be fairly disturbing. Well, well, maybe we don't want (laughs) it. Exactly. I've had enough disturbing.
1: I went home after last episode and watched Wreck. Oh yeah, be scared the shit
0: out of me. That's a scary show. You want to watch
1: a show? I don't care if you like subtitles or not. That show is scary.
0: In fact, uh, I can't remember what podcast, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about this movie probably like three or four months ago and they didn't have, they were watching it with no subtitles. They didn't know what was going on like, they watched the whole thing, and they said it scared them really bad.
1: Well, and I'm watching, I've seen the previews for quarantine, and it looks like they. It's the exact. I know same. But I was reading a little bit about it because it interested me enough, and I guess that they're changing some things. Because the big, the big stick on it is that they actually show the end of the movie on the previews, right? But but they're saying, well, the reason why we're doing that is because we've actually added a little bit extra to the end to set up a number two.
0: The Spanish version is only an hour and fifteen minutes long. Yeah, it's not very long. And so I and one thing that I that I'd read about saying that they wanted to extend it out to be a full feature length, you know, kind of what we're used to. Which I mean, God, I I think an hour Don't and fifteen minutes is fine. The thing is, is they claim that they're taking a new direction with it and it's going to dominate. But of course, every Who's going to say, yeah, we're taking a new direction with it. It's going to be okay. It's yeah, not no going to suck too bad. I have a hard time believing it's going to be any better than Wreck.
1: Well, that, that's what I mean. I'm trying to think. There were was, was some movies that were just, uh, oh, I guess it was Blair Witch is what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. It was re- you know really good, and then they did a sequel, which, oh, it's going to be so funny. It, it just sucked.
0: The thing is, is, the sequel was just such a letdown from the original. the original. That's I didn't I, mean. I didn't like it. I, I didn't th- think it was that great. It was okay. I would say it's a freaking red box.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say
0: rent it and watch it, but, but
1: I. But with wreck, it's it's one of those movies that kind of just goes a different direction to the something new oh, yeah. that scares the shit out of you that you're not really expecting, and so you know how can you do that again? I don't. Maybe they can. Maybe they know. can.
0: I mean, as if anybody needs it. I I give oh, Rick a bone man. saw. We haven't put it on the show yet. No, no. But, but that movie gets that, a bone it saw. Was I got, it
1: was disturbing. I got like a
0: little scary. rush going on when I was watching oh, I did to too. I part. watched
1: it on my iPod after the episode. I went late in bed. It's like midnight. And I turned it on. And I am not kidding. There were parts during that that I had to turn the iPod sideways <laughs> so that I couldn't see what was going to jump out at me. And then the whole last 10 minutes of the show, I... I had my headphones in, but I realized I was saying, holy shit, out loud over and over. Holy shit, <laughs> holy, shit holy shit, holy shit for the last 10 minutes because it is so it's scary. disturbing. It's scary. Anyways. Anybody
0: who's seen it can probably oh, agree oh. with us. Yeah. Anyhow, so is there anything else we want to talk about before we end this episode? Are we getting, Oh, we talked about what we're
1: doing next week. I, I don't know. I, this was good. A little bit shorter than normal, but, yep. uh, but uh, ha- here's a death scene. So there you go. Good luck on the guests. Get get your entries in. We're They're getting guessed very quickly.
0: Yeah, we're getting a lot of people guessing. Yeah, so, so
1: get it in quick, and uh, we'll get you out a little prize. And um, keep the voicemails coming.
0: Yep. Uh, email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com or mike at cadaverlab.com, sam at cadaverlab.com, furburger at com. <laughs> we actually did that for those of you who feel like you need to do it. But, yeah, we send us, send us a voicemail for this week. Uh, if you can, send us in a voicemail, uh, Hellraiser-related. Let's get a lot of that going. I'm excited. I'm stoked for these. Yeah, I those, love the Hellraiser those series. Those are demented. So yeah. It's good stuff. Voicemail two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Go ahead and – or you can voicemail about everything, but we really want to get – because I think that Hellraiser is one of those series that have really affected a lot of people. Let us know how it affected you.
1: Well, if we can get ahead of the curve, then the voicemails we'll be getting will add to the show and the reviews and other things like that. Right. So I think that's part of the benefit of us announcing what the show is. So yeah, Hellraiser related is going to go a long way.
0: All right. So for the Cadaver Lab podcast, see you later.